Hello guys, welcome back to Wellness Wednesday. It's great to have you back. I hope you've missed us. We've really missed you. This is your lovely host, Margaret Maina. And today I have a surprise for y'all. <clears throat> so we have a new co-host and I think she's one of the best. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Go baby girl. <laughs> Uh, it's Shigo Kimani. I was a guest last week and now I'm co-hosting with Margaret on Wellness Wednesday and I'm really ready to get in, dive in and have lots of fun with you and with our special guest today. Who we have here, yeah. So today's topic is anxiety and depression. And I know some of those topics make us feel some type of way and we're going to get vulnerable with these guys. I'm going to drill them a lot. No, I'm not going to drill you so much. But it's amazing that I have some amazing gents. Uh, last time we were told our gender was... Eesh, too feminine. We're too feminine. So today we have some gents. We have some four gents in the show. I'll let them introduce themselves real quick before we get on. So we'll start. Good evening, everybody. It's... Uh... Peter Mabwa on the mic today. Good evening, everyone. This is Abby. Uh, good evening. It's Jesse Tomlinson. Um, good evening. This is Atama. Yeah, so we're about to get into this. But before we get into it, I'd ask you guys to reach out to us earlier with your questions, your experiences with depression, your experiences with anxiety, what you think anxiety and depression mean. Uh, what's the difference between the two? Do the two go hand in hand? Please reach out to us, share your views, your questions, and tell us what you've had to go through. So please reach out to us at Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter, at Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram, and at Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Tell us your views, show us some love, and let's get this started. So, Shiko. <laughs> Um, what do you understand by the term anxiety or depression? Ooh, that's a, that's a hard one. Mm. Hmm. Anxiety and depression. In what, in what context do you... Like, if I say anxiety, depression, what comes into your head? What pops up right, right there into your head? Wow. <laughs> A, sta a, a state of, like a state of feeling or feeling of state, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think for me, when I say anxiety, it just means not being able to do anything, like being in a stagnant state. And mm. when I say depression, it just means me spending money on food that I don't need. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what comes to my mind when I say depression. Uh, I mean, that's for me. What about you, Thomason? Tell us what comes to your mind when you your depression um, or anxiety um anxiety for me is like a constant like state of irrational fear mm -hmm. or and or like fear that doesn't have any basis in anything at all mm -hmm. and um depression is just like a lack of motivation to do anything like mm -hmm. things that bring you joy things that you have to do just no motivation to do anything mm -hmm. yeah so i think that's like Okay, let's hear from Mabwa. Peter, tell us. For me, um, depression means a feeling of hopelessness and helplessness. Anxiety, on the other hand, is... I know I was anxious when I met my manager for the first time, my first internship, yeah, and I was breathing hysterically. So for me, it's just a feeling of uncomfort. Wow, okay. Let's hear from Abby. <clears throat> well, anxiety for me is uh, irrational stress 
even though there is rational stress, like mm-hmm. we are supposed to be stressed about some things that we hold yeah. dear to us, mm-hmm. but anxiety would be when it's to a point where it becomes irrational and it affects your productivity or mm-hmm. what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Depression is, um, like Peter said, it's, hope, it's endless hopelessness, almost like an abyss. Wow. Atama, when you hear anxiety, when you hear depression, what pops into your head? Um, when I hear anxiety, first things I think are shyness, fear, um, awkwardness. When I hear depression, first things I think are lack of interest. Um, uh, lack of interest, deep feeling of sorrow, constant sadness. Um, very little motivation to go about yeah. your daily tasks. Yeah. Okay, so we've had views from our guests on what comes to their minds when they think about depression or when they hear the word depression, when they hear the word anxiety. So to you, our audience, tell us, um, what do you think about or what pops into your head when you hear oh, anxiety depression. I mean, for me, it, it's a lot of things. It ranges from something I can't talk about, loneliness. It ranges from um, issues like uh, having no one to look to like look up to when you're going through something really bad. I think that when I hear depression, I hear a state of being, I think of a state of just being alone and not going through anything. So we're going to let Shiko define this for us. Um, okay, so the Oxford Dictionary states depression is a feeling of severe despondency and dejection. Well, anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about something with an uncertain outcome. Well, I think I think that goes hand in hand with everything that our entire crew has said so far. Mm-hmm. And um, before we delve much, much deeper into this, we start to, we'll start talking about our personal experiences how we've gotten through depression, if any of us has had it, any of our friends, our family has had it, and um, how... It affected us, it affected our family, our lives, our daily well-being and everything. And yeah, so we're going to take a (laughs) short break. And before we go on a break, uh, I'd like to leave you with with something small to think about before we get back. So once again, I'd like, to, I'd like to remind you that you're worthy and you're loved. I think the most important thing when going um, through anything is to know that someone is there for you and at the end of the day that you're actually not alone. So... Um, Once again, the difference between worthiness and unworthiness is feeling and believing. Our trauma, our mistakes, the fact that we've never been dumped, the fact that we've been fired, the fact that we failed a class, dropped out of school, failed a business, been cheated on, done some cheating, or maybe battled with addiction, or are still unmarried, don't have kids. I could go on and on. None of that makes us unworthy. You're worthy of reflection, worthy of doing some internal work, to change problematic behaviors, worthy of feeling trauma passed down generationally, worthy of resilience and healthier coping tools, worthy of ending fear cycles that reinforce limiting beliefs, and worthy of internal and external love. Just because you feel unworthy doesn't mean you are. 
tackle the internal programming that leads to feeling unworthy and let's rewire that stuff. Believing that you can feel worthy is a changing act of healing, resilience, and empowerment. And I'll say that again so that it sinks in. The difference between worthiness and unworthiness is feeling and believing. Our trauma, our mistakes, the fact that we've ever been dumped, the fact that we've been fired, the fact that we failed a class, dropped out of school, failed a business, been cheated on, done some cheating, or maybe battled with addiction, or are still unmarried or don't have kids, and I could go on and on. None of that, that makes us unworthy. You're worthy of reflection, worthy of doing some internal work and change problematic behaviors, worthy of healing trauma passed down generationally, worthy of resilience and healthier coping tools, worthy of ending fears, ending fear cycles that reinforce limiting beliefs, and worthy of internal and external love. Just because you feel unworthy doesn't mean that you are. Tackle the internal programming that leads you to feeling unworthy and let's rewire that stuff. Believing that you can feel worthy is a life-changing act of healing, resilience, and empowerment. Let's take a break. Enjoy the music. Shut up, shut up, 
Rockstar, you don't know. Road boy, you don't know. Worry right now. Yeah, fuck it. Beans right now. Fuck it. wings right now. Fuck it. Bing, bing right now. Fuck it. Fuck a new friendship. I hope some bread. I'll never be broke long as I got my head. When I say bad little dot, I'm to about the team. When I say see wagon pull off, I'm to about the bench. That's gon' clap like I just made a speech Gemini told me we gon' make this money I told him preach Push the niggas tryna reach Tell them making suck this dick Nigga, I been lit like big Looking like I hit a lick Little mama, she a freak Fuck a relationship, I want some head Things got messy as she squirt on my bed You're a piss nigga, it had to be said Little nigga, we stop winning when we dead Give me a beat Tell I was born for this shit You and your girl on my dick to get off my D, my ego big it on feet, don't fuck with that gang with your D, nigga that talk is cheap, we got a black colleague, uh-huh. worry right now, yeah, fuck it, beans right now, fuck it, take wings right now, fuck it, bling bling right now, fuck it, fuck a new friendship, I hope some bread, I'll never be broke long as I got my head, when I say that little dot, I'm to about the 10, When I say see you wagon pull off, I'm to buy the bench. Warm welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Wellness Wednesday. I'm your host, Margaret Maina. And I'm Shiko Kimani. Today, we talk about anxiety and depression. And uh, we've taken you on a nice break and asked you to tell us what are, what comes to your mind when you think about depression, when you think about anxiety, when someone says it, what comes to your mind. And we've asked you once again to please send in your views uh, on our social media. That is Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter, Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. But before we dive into the conversation, this is just a trigger warning to all of our audience members. This does tackle the themes of depression and anxiety. So if this is a trigger to you, please, please stay offline. (laughs) All right. We are not advising our (laughs) listeners to leave (laughs) and not listen to the show. But I think it's important for us to put a disclaimer and say that some of this, some of what we talk about could trigger some things, some feelings. But again, remember, the main aim of the show is to destigmatize mental health. And part of destigmatizing mental health is having some of these crucial conversations. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Let's start this. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Are you all ready? Ready. All right. So we're going to start with a question, and I'm going to pose it to the boys. What was your worst experience dealing with depression and anxiety? Marble. <laughs> I can say over this summer, there have been a lot of internal conflict within the family, um, much of which we ignored and gave silent treatment to, didn't really solve any issues, and that affected me one way or another. So I, I remember seeking solace in in weed. Yep. Smoked lots and lots and lots <laughs> and a lot of weed. 
I can't even remember how much. The grams were just too many. <laughs> if I had a weighing scale for every time I smoked weed, I would have probably broken the scale. Hey. <laughs> so, I mean, yo, yo, that was that was tough. And I remember taking it to the point where I I had to feel normal. So, to to carry out daily activities like eating, um, you know, just basically to enjoy my day, I had to puff. Mm-hmm. I just had to puff, puff, puff. Yeah. That was a tough time, I can't lie. How did I cope with it? Um, obviously, airing out, closure. I, I, I know for sure that's one thing that helped me a lot. And basically, reaching out to relatives close within my circles helped. It helped a lot. It helped a lot. And guys were able to intervene, and we had a whole family meeting. And trust me, something that took like two months to be solved was solved over one meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow, Mabu, uh, thank you so much for sharing such um, a vulnerable part of you with us. And I think it's very important that we appreciate people when they come out and say, oh, I went through this problem. That means, first of all, you're acknowledging that you were going through this. And secondly, you're allowing us to be in your experience. And also, I think the more as you talk about it, it's also a healing process for you. It's also a time for you to feel, oh, this is where I was, and I've come this far, and I'm actually going further. And uh, Mabwa, so tell us, um, follow-up questions, you know? Please. <laughs> tell us, um, um, <laughs> when, like, how, like, was it something that was just drastic, or was it something that started off slowly, and then eventually just kept, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse? Tell us. Again, those momentum build up to it. So it's it's obviously something that was a small thing that we ignored. Yeah. Something small that we'd observe. Uh, well, I don't want to mention, I don't go into details because yeah. it's very personal. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it's something we ignored. And uh, I mean, obviously the ripple effects just became large with time. Mm. And those so subtle, like it even got to the point where our houseboy now started seeking solace in alcohol because he had his own problems. Mm. It's crazy. It was just a hell house. It was, it, it, was, it, was, it was not the best time to be living in my place at the time. But, I mean, yeah, I'm just happy, like, things are, the ball is rolling at the moment. And yeah. it's, again, all I can say, it's, it's really all about closure. It's all about opening up to each other. And, like, you know, it's, mm. it's, as, simple as, it's as simple as that. Yeah, I was just reaching out. Wow, wow, okay. And then uh, before we tackle this and maybe discuss uh, some of the themes that have come up in Marble's story, I think we'd like to move to someone else who has something to share. So, Thomason, tell us, what has been your worst experience with anxiety or depression or anxiety and depression? Because uh, I, I figured that they all go together, you know? Most likely, the time you're, de- you're depressed, you may also be anxious. So, tell me, son. Uh, I think for me, it was sometime um, last semester. I, I can't really remember because for things like this, it's hard to like track. Mm. Oh, this is like a particular time it started and I was having this thought and then yeah. this happened. Because I realized when like, I was anxious about something, it would be, in my mind, it would be like this like blur static. Like something is just like, 
fuzzy and I can't like focus on okay, yeah. this is what I'm feeling and this is how I need to do and what I need to do to solve it. Mm-hmm. So I think then it just began to compound and like roll into more and more issues, small, small things. So like it's not like there was like some big like life changing events and then I was sad about it and mm-hmm. then it got me depressed. But like it was just like small, small things here and there. Oh, okay, I didn't get this thing or um, I failed at this thing or this person did this and like it was just like rolling on and on. I think like the the problem that finally like broke me mm-hmm. was I had like this like with some assessments for some class thing. Yeah. And then like I didn't fail, but like it was like just always just like a so part like grade. Mm-hmm. And like, like for some reason I just go back to my mind like I was broken, like I started crying and I was like, Okay, what is wrong? Mm-hmm. Because at this point like, I hadn't been tracking like, oh this is how I feel. I hadn't been tracking like, okay, this is what I need to do to like recover yeah. i hadn't like solved i hadn't like gone into details to like start solving problems that already happening before yeah so after that i was just like broken and i ended up people asking me like oh what's wrong it was hard to explain and then after that when people try to cheer me up and then that's the thing about like being depressed about something yeah. when people are trying to cheer you up you don't want to be happy Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's true. So that's like facts. people are like, oh, coming to you like, oh, just and then people never understand like yeah. the extent, <laughs> the extent of your exactly like oh, oh why are you why sad? sad? Just smile, like be a man. If, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> be you know, a man. And it's like it's very hard to explain things in that moment. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even clear to you anymore why you are so depressed about something because like mm. you just feel like you're in a hole and mm. like in that kind of dark hole you can't see anything around you so. It was just like I was stuck there and people were like, Oh, you should like do this, do that and I'm not I don't want to be happy, I'm just Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. Wow, and I think I'd also like to throw in something else. Um have you been anxious or in a situation that, you know, you've gotten a panic attack because you were too anxious? Like you had so much anxiety because of something you were supposed to do and then you ended up having a panic attack. Yeah, I think I had I had a particular panic attack this uh, summer. Mm-hmm. I think something like something had happened earlier in the day, and I remembered like at night, and then like I started like my heart like started racing for no reason, mm-hmm. and I was like hyperventilating, and it was just like the worst. Like it wasn't even like a long period of time, yeah. but like for the, like five ten minutes it lasted. It was like this, like as if like it felt like I was about to die kind of thing. Like yeah. it was just an uncontrollable. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that kind of, it was, it was, it was horrible. Wow, was, sorry. It's not, it's not fun. <laughs> I think I, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fun. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> again, we'd like to give a disclaimer. We are not psychologists. We are not psychiatrists. Uh, we do not have any experience, um, you know, or any certification of being Psychologist. Yeah, certified psychologists are just opinions. These are our experiences and um when we share them, we don't really necessarily have to agree with them. It's just starting a conversation and helping tackle some of these issues that we have in society. And we've heard from Thomason about um how he got into a situation where things just happen, happen and then one day it just all blew up. Mm-hmm. And we've also heard about how he had um, a panic attack from being way too anxious about something. And I think that actually happens a lot in situations of anxiety when you're so anxious about something that it just you just can't handle 
it anymore. And I think it's very difficult because people keep telling you, oh, you can do this. You've done this before. I mean, yeah. you don't remember last time you did this and this and that. And then it's just, from there, it's just... Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> That's the word we're looking for. And uh, we'd like to take a short break before we get back to get into whatever it is that we've talked about, like causes of depression, the types, the symptoms, what to do when someone is depressed and go through some of some of the experiences that some of our guests have had and even the experiences we had or some of us right now could be anxious or even going through anxiety at this very moment or probably are depressed and they're here and you you know you necessarily wouldn't know so let's take a quick break guys please again please reach out to us tell us your experiences tell us how you felt or what you went through and got depressed when when you've been anxious um ask us questions what would you like us to answer please reach out to us at ubuntu radio one on twitter at ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram and ubuntu radio on facebook we'll be right back Web, body, crib, got it on it. Did I ever ask you to take me to go shopping in Paris or go sailing overseas and just drape me in Gucci? No. All I ever asked was you to pick up the phone when you alone. All I ever asked was you to show me some love, kisses and hugs. No, I never had an issue. Go to the club with your boys, baby. I never wanted you to stay too long. Just wanted you to show me up. So won't you say my name, say my name If you claim you want me It ain't no thing, you acting kinda shady You ain't been calling me baby, oh Boy, you can go stop playing games, playing games I know you see it in my line, I'm on your mind And that you want this bad, so I'm cool with that Trying to match your words with your actions I need more than satisfaction Did you really feel that action? Really wanna give your up With legs in front of your friends How that works Way that you're doing the most But we take a picture, get posted How that works What you talking back that shit up Won't you say my, say my So won't you say my name, say my name If you claim you want me It ain't no thing You acting kinda shady You ain't been calling me baby Boy, you can go stop playing games Playing games I blow your mind, honey Say it one time, honey Sick of them lies Tell them goodbye Get in my ride I wanna come by I wanna just listen Get in your vibe Get in your feelings Get in your your feelings, not in your business. I wanna get kids, I don't wanna get, I wanna get with you, yeah. I wanna get them out of the picture, yeah. I made it my vision, yeah. It's about the difference, yeah. Me, I'm never acting shady. You will always be my baby. You be my baby, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Wellness Wednesday with your amazing host, Margaret Minor. And Shiko Kimani. And it's amazing to have you here. <laughs> We have some amazing guests. We have Thomason out here from Nigeria. We have Atama from Ghana. We have Ebenezer from Ethiopia slash South Africa. I thought it was Swaziland. 
Oh, hey, sorry, sir. <laughs> and we have Peter Mabwa from, from Kenya. Kenya. <laughs> oh, wait, Chico and I are from Kenya, so yeah. <laughs> Representing. <laughs> um, today, we are tackling the topic of anxiety and depression. Yeah. And with our wonderful host, they've been answering a lot of questions that if you've missed, you can catch on our Instagram live at Ubuntu Radio 1. Right? No. <laughs> Okay, so I'll do this for Shiko, <laughs> but next time I'm she better get right. She's fired. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to reach out to us oh. or see your comments <laughs> or questions, again, it's at Ubuntu Radio One on Twitter, yeah. at Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on oh. Instagram, and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Once again, our topic is anxiety, depression. Before we went on the break, we had Thomason tell us a personal story about when he dealt with depression and when he had anxiety and got panic attacks. And we had Mabo tell us a story about how he had depression and how it all, it was a build up and then poof, everything. Yeah. Just be escalated. Yeah. Just yeah. like that, but mm-hmm. now the gutter, <laughs> the pits. And um, uh, again, we keep giving disclaimers. We're not certified psychologists. We don't have any- We don't have degrees. We don't have certification <laughs> for this. But these are our informed opinions and also our stories and experiences. And we just, we are destigmatizing mental health one conversation at a time. And um, I think I'd like to throw a question at Abineza. Abineza, there's a theory that men don't feel, men don't cry. Men, you know, like when you talk about mental health in an African home, we had that topic before. And um, we had talked about how it's hard to talk about mental health in an African home. But it's even harder to talk about a man going through something. Yeah. It's still hard to talk about anxiety, talk about depression. As a man, when you say, oh, I'm depressed, we'll just be like, can you man up, first of all? Man up. So, Abi, tell us one experience you've had when you felt you probably had either anxiety or depression or you had both. And your gender as... uh, your gender came into play and your situation was made insignificant by the fact that, you know, you're a man. I don't, I wouldn't say it's my gender, but <laughs> just our whole family, the way it is, mm-hmm. we four and it's only, it's only boys. Uh, so <laughs> the way it is, is like my dad is like a, he grew up around a military camp and everything, so he's like a hard man. Like, oh Jesus! I remember <laughs> even when like uh, his father passed away, I mm. literally saw him drop. He only <laughs> cried for two minutes. I swear to God, I'm not lying. He cried for two minutes, and I've never seen him cry since. And wow. even I was shocked when he cried. Like everyone went silent. Oh my God! <laughs> Are those and tears? like my brother also is kind of like that. Like he looks up to my father, and he's young, mm. so like. If he ever sees you cry, like, this guy will ridicule the hell out of you. Oh, my God. So I remember once when I was, uh, I think I, was, I just turned 16. And, like, two days after, we went on a motorbike ride. And I got into an accident. Oh, I remember, sorry. like, I had to go for low back therapy and everything. And I was, like, on these pills. And it was, like, super painful. And my parents were pissed at me because, I mean, I got in an accident. Yeah. I didn't have a license. So they, I could have gone to prison. They had to pay off a lot. <laughs> so I didn't know, like, and at the same time, I was also getting, like, addicted to the pills because they were, like, hey. oh, they were super strong. Man. Hey. Yeah. So I didn't know who to tell because if I went to my dad and I, when I got off them, I would feel, like, enormous amount of guilt because, mm. like, I remember just before I went into the room, I remember my mom used to cry, like, every day. 
when she used to see me on the pills and everything, because I wasn't there mostly. Mm. So when I got, used to get off them, I used to get like almost anxiety attacks. I remember one night I had to like leave my room off the balcony because like I felt like the room was like getting closer on me. Mm. And I never told my dad that because I mean I don't know I didn't know how to tell him. It's like yeah. first he might just turn around and say, "Well, you fucked up." So yeah, what should I do for you? Yeah. like he was angry at me. I I never. I remember I didn't even talk to him for a year, almost a year. Like, we used to just say hi and bye. I know, here's my school fees. Can you please pay? <laughs> here's a bill. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know how to talk to him. And that was the time, like, really, when I couldn't talk to my parents about it. <laughs> and I didn't want to burden my mom because she was already, like, too Yeah, sorry about that. So, and situation. my dad was on the other side. So I just dealt with it by myself. But I don't know if it's just gender or it's just family <clears throat> dynamics. Yeah. So how did you get through that situation? Uh, like we're seeing you now here, well right. in the live. I think <laughs> I'll have to say maybe time. And yeah. I, I, had, I had good friends at the time too. Mm. So, yeah, that and eventually I did tell my mom about it. Mm-hmm. Like after time passed. Mm-hmm. And uh, they helped me like get off the drugs. But mm. you know, those, those pills were something else, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, um, I think next week you're talking about drugs. Addiction. But anyway. <laughs> Weed is a medicinal drug. Uh, it's legalized in some parts of the world. It's they were prescripted, by the way. I didn't, I didn't buy them <laughs> off the streets. Um, Atama, do you have a situation where maybe your gender has come into play when you're going through something and someone has been like, oh, man up, or like you're feeling something, and someone is like, oh, man up? Um, actually, yeah. Specifically on campus. Yeah. Um, so the some of the friend groups I'm in, some of the guys don't um, they don't grasp the full extent of like me having mental health issues. Yeah. So when they notice that like I'm not my I mean, I look happy but I'm not happy. Like mm. I laugh a lot, I smile a lot, but then it doesn't mean that's what I am. So yeah. if they come up to me and I'm anything besides that, they're like Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, why do they like why do they so why 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 you change give me or something like that? Like they ask why am I being some way towards them? Do mm-hmm. they do something wrong? Like yeah. uh, sometimes they've had they've called me pussy, they've called me out they, they some of them have hit me occasionally. Mm-hmm. But like I just let it go because I don't have the time to now give them mm-hmm. my backstory and be like, you this and this is my problem, so yeah. just understand. I just mm-hmm. told them like you go away when I'm good. I'll come and get you or something. But mm. then, I mean, back home, the friend group I have there mm. is very supportive and they, they like they understand these yeah. things. So I don't have to worry about um, like my gender and me being able to talk about mm-hmm. my things like this. But besides that, the only other place I have to worry about is my father because my father is, I want to say he's a toxic male, but then he's like, he has alpha male energy. Yeah. Oof, the worst. Yeah, but like, he he is soft sometimes, but then some things he says that throw me off. Like, I remember this one time when I was young, um, I had an argument with my sister, and mm. I started crying. And then my dad was like, oh, why are you crying? She's a little girl. She let me like, hey, you, this this thing is touching me. So like, I don't understand why you'd say I shouldn't cry. Mm-hmm. And like, she would tell me those things once in a while, and then because that, I just, I don't cry anymore at all. I mean, sometimes I wish I could, but then I just don't cry anymore because I've just been like, what's the use? Even though it's healthy, 
there's no way I can make myself cry. It kind of sucks because I wish I could. It's a healthy outlet. Mm. And my other outlets for these things now are not healthy at all. But yeah. then, this is where I am. And I think it's important to like note um, some of the, how we've talked about like the outlets we use when we're going through depression. And I think some of them is not because, it's not by choice, it's not because you're saying, oh, I want to do drugs or, oh, I want to smoke weed, I want to drink, or I want to, you know, like, um, <clears throat> it's really not something that you want to do, but because you feel that you don't have another healthy outlet for you to deal with this then you're left with almost no choice, Nothing. yeah. And I think that feeling of having no choice, feeling like you're closed up and you have literally nowhere to turn to is the worst feeling, especially because I think it's very important and I think the thing that keeps coming up is the fact that your friends, mm. the people around you could either build you or, or break you. you. Like, you could be going through something and your friends love you, but they don't understand how to handle the situation. They're not aware of what to do when you're going through that situation. And then instead, whatever they say man, ends up making you feel worse than you actually, you know, like you were before, mm. you know, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, to Atama, do you also think that regardless of gender, there's also a misconception of how depression is looked at or how it's seen? Uh, yes, I, when I was in Someone told me I was bipolar and I was like, ah. The first time someone told me I had a mental health issue, I was like, ah, doesn't that mean I'm mad? So I dismissed them, like, they teased me about it and I was like, oh no, I'm not like that. And the guy, I remember very well what happened that day. The guy said, I can go through a door and come back and my mood will be completely different. And it happened. So I was being teased about it that day in class and I was like, ah, that's never going to happen to me. Then 2017, when I started art professionally, my friend and I were talking because I made a very dark piece and she wanted to understand why well, I make a very dark piece when I was a very cheery person around and <clears throat> So then she brought up mental health issues and then she said that I should see someone to a professional to know what's wrong with me. So I did. And then I came to understand that, oh, I have a lot wrong with me. So that was my first time yeah. understanding that oh, all the stigma back then Mm. Or just me pushing it down, not knowing that I should have dealt with it yeah. before then. Before, because right now it's actually a very big issue for me. Like there's yeah. no day I'm not reminded that I'm not okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much, Atama, for sharing. And I think it's important for us to remind each other that, like, we could all be going through something, and you could be walking in these streets thinking that, oh this person is fine, but they're actually battling a lot of issues. I think it's important for mm. us to be kind to one another, every you know, every single day. I know we say it all the time, we're like, oh, be kind to one another every single day, but I think putting it into practice is something we have to be actively engaging in. You have to remind yourself to be kind, remind yourself to be nice because you could be someone's trigger. And I think as a community, especially here in ALU, we're from very diverse backgrounds, mm. from different countries. We come from different homes. We've been brought up differently. We've gone through different experiences back home in our schools, where we came from. Even right now, we're going through very different issues. And I think sometimes we forget, because we're in a bubble, we forget that some of these issues are, are happening. People are going through mental health issues. People have been 
diagnosed with depression, people are anxious because of things they haven't accomplished, especially this being such a competitive space, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think to our guests, thank you so, so much for sharing. Honestly, um, I think... <laughs> I, I can't even laugh the way I laugh in other shows. I feel guilty for even laughing. But then again, even when we laugh, it's just because we want to remind each other that we're here for each other. We go through these issues all the time together. And now, um, I don't know if we're going to have enough time to tackle this topic like to the intensity that we need to. But um, to get on some research, some uh, high-level professional staff uh, like to go through some causes of depression and um, I'll rush through it a bit quick but yeah so depression could be caused by family history that is uh, having family members who have depression may increase a person's risk and deficiency of certain chemicals in the brain may also lead to depression specifically serotonin wow <laughs> someone took psychology <coughs> but okay um, and also major life changes uh, like neg- negative or particularly stressful events can also trigger depression, like death of a loved one, job change, you know. Um, change of environment as well. Uh, yeah. There's something called seasonal affective disorder where your moods and your depression change because of the environment and the season you're in. That's an actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also major illnesses such as a heart attack, a stroke or cancer can also trigger depression. Um, medications used alone or in combination can cause side effects much like symptoms of depression also use of alcohol or other drugs can lead to or worsen depression and depression also can occur for no apparent reason at all and I think that's the most important one that depression can just occur even if you're just living your life doing your things you know you're out here winning you can get depressed Um, um, and some of the symptoms I think um uh, some of the things are some of the symptoms of depression are um, loss of interest in things you like to do, and pub- please read that word for me. <laughs> Where? Pervasive sadness. Yeah. <laughs> Pervasive sadness or irritability. English is not my first language, so oh yeah. My God. And also changing feelings such as feeling empty, inability to enjoy anything, hopelessness. Loss of sexual desire, loss of warm feelings for family or friends, feelings of self-blame or guilt, loss of self-esteem, inexplicable crying spells, sadness, or irritability. Another one that's not there, sleeping too much is actually a sign of depression. Literally. No, literally. (laughs) No, no, sleeping too much. Also lack of sleep. Don't let my mom hear that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well. Okay, so you take my la- sleeping too much, I take your lack of sleep. No, thank you. Like, I work on like three hours of sleep a day sometimes. For a week, I sleep only six hours. Damn, shame. Well, catch us sleeping for 22 hours. I think it's actually true because for me, when I'm going through something, honestly, you will not catch me awake in the streets. Like, I'll be sleeping the whole day. And the whole night because I don't want to deal with that issue. Um, and I think actually that's that's very important to point out. Um, and then there's also change of behavior, general slowing down, like neglect of responsibility and appearance, poor memory, 
inability to concentrate, suicidal thoughts and feelings, and difficulty in making decisions. Um, um, physical complaints, sleep disturbances such as insomnia, early morning waking, sleeping too much, uh, lack of energy, loss of appetite, weight loss or weight gain. So oh there are people who actually gain weight when they're depressed. And you'd be out here thinking the person is eating well, they're living their best life, and huh, this person is depressed, you know. Unexplained headaches or backaches, stomach aches, indigestion or changes in bowel, hab bowel habits. Yes, and then I'm going to talk about types of depression. There's major depression, dysthemia, bipolar disorder, seasonal affective disorder. And wow, this, this topic is very broad. broad. Wow. Yeah. We, we should need like a part two. We should, we should have like a part, <laughs> a part two of two. this because... Anyway, major depression is uh, being suddenly post, post, uh, begins, it begins suddenly, possibly triggered by a loss, crisis, or stressful change. It interferes with normal functioning, continue for months or years. It's possible for a person to have only one episode of major depression. However, it is more common for episodes to be long-lasting and trigger several times during a person's, um, a person's life. Then we also have... Um, Dysthemia, this is people with this illness may be consistently and mildly depressed for years. They, are funct they function fairly well on a daily basis, but their relationships and self-esteem suffer over time. There's bipolar disorder or manic depression, change back and forth between periods of depression and periods of, of, man of money or mania. Okay, yeah. An extreme high and sometimes agitation or irritability. And then uh, the symptoms of mania may include uh, less, of, less need of sleep, for sleep, overconfidence, racing thoughts, reckless behavior. Increased energy, mood changes are often gradual but can be sudden. And then we have season affective, seasonal affective disorder. This is depression that co coincides with changes in seasons. Most cases begin in the fall or winter, but there's a decrease in, sun, in sunlight and more common in regions further north. Less often, depression can occur in late spring or summer. Um, and I think, uh, I think it's important to be aware of... Um, of you know what happens when like what types of depressions exist and what to do so there's treatment for depression there's psychotherapy uh there's interpersonal therapy which works to change how people uh uh how people uh to and help people to accept self and relate to others that affects uh mood and self-worth and there's cognitive therapy helps people change negative thinking behavior patterns attitudes that affect self-esteem and overall sense of well-being and um, there's medication, antidepressants are an option mo most often for more severe cases that can help ease the system, that can help ease the symptoms of depression and return a person to a better level of functioning. Medication is often crucial for cases of bipolar, uh, for cases of uh, bipolar depression. And then there's also antidepressants are not habit forming and generally have minimal side effects. So actually when you told when you given anti antidepressants, please if your psychologist has given them to you and prescribed them, just take them because there's always like a whole myth that they have side effects and all that. I think it's important for you to take your treatment seriously and um you know follow it through. And uh, to move on from this, we could talk about um, how do you think, like back to my guests, I think now I've left them hanging for way too long. <laughs> I've spoken for too long. But getting back to my guests, how do you think 
your surrounding what do you think your environment could have done by environment i mean are there literal environment your friends your the situations family. you're in the school you're in your family what do you think they could have done better in your situations i'll start with you peter hey it's been a while since we had your voice it's been a minute hello guys i'm here <laughs> <coughs> but i think um again just really for me um it's it's mostly on leveraging on closure just like open up talk to someone talk to anyone just feel free feel free it's it's i think all it takes is literally just opening up you don't even need anyone to advise you on what to do mm-hmm. all you need is just someone to talk to mm. abi what do you think your environment could have done better uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to focus on the environment. I just like to focus on yourself because that's yeah. what you can focus on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think just like Peter said, just telling someone close to you and not because sometimes you know before you tell them, you a lot of things run through your mind. Like what if they say this? What if this happens? You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to share this. Like once it goes out there, you can't bring it back. So I think the 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 anxiety that you might have from that and the worry of like putting it out there first. is what holds you back and sometimes you just have to you know uh just go out there and take the first leap of faith and you know someone you trust just let them know and get a different perspective and get some help yeah atama uh, what do you think <coughs> your environment could do better yeah said i said i i don't know because i don't talk about it anymore at all mm. i just internalize it because people are stupid. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Damn. Some people that you decide to let in they mm. tell you the dumbest things when they're fully aware of like what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you broken down in maybe you broken down from what text with them and then they come and tell you like someone you're very close to. Like the most painful part for me is that my mom was the one that made me decide that <clears throat> I'm going to shut everybody out. because she's a psychotherapist and I told her first and decided to tell my dad about it and I was going to go through it telling because I didn't know how I was going to um how I was going to receive it then something happened with this problem at school where some friends at school found out and some of them were juniors as well so I think they were talking about it and I got to my mom she was like how do these other people know and I don't understand why she got mad that people I'm close to knew about it so she decided that she's going to leave me to do with it to my dad and so so just like if i can't tell my parents why should i tell anybody else and i decided that from then mm-hmm. i just don't talk about it so i avoid questions like how are you i find them very very triggering mm-hmm. and it's it's really stressing my the most basic relationship i have with people because i can't honestly answer i'm okay because i feel like i've aligned myself yeah. for a long time and i had a romantic relationship recently that ended because of something like that Because I kept lying to myself that you, I'm fine because I have someone else, but then I'm not. Mm. Yeah, Thomason, what do you think your environment could do better to, you know, ease on this burden of and this issue of anxiety and depression? I don't know. Thomason is very smart because people are actually they are very dark. This is very so because the people who like the people who like take your problems to Mm-hmm. and then they lack the sensitivity to understand that mm-hmm. every experience is personal. Yeah. And they to think you taking the problem to them is like a plea for them to uh 
intervene or provide advice. Yeah. I'm all for providing. I'm a very music person. I provide both of people and like say, oh, you should do this or do that. But sometimes when somebody is coming to you, they just want to be heard mm. as opposed to they want um, you to find help, help them find solutions for mm. their life. Because when people are going through things, they don't, that's not the right time to tell them that, oh, yeah, function of this area, you need to like step up in this area. Mm-hmm. They probably know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chances are they know. They're just wondering why they're making that mm-hmm. mistake or they're wondering why they keep doing this thing. They just want to feel heard and be comforted that someone can understand them and maybe that can give them the strength to fight it themselves because anxiety and depression is a personal battle at the end of the day. Yeah. I think the same thing with any, most any other mental illness. It's a personal battle, it's a personal like step every day and it helps when like people, you, you feel like people are taking those steps with you mm-hmm. as opposed to like they just leave you to it or they try and advise you on how to live your life better. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, okay, thank you guys so much <coughs> for sharing and um So we'll talk about like what you can do as the audience or like as as someone else. What can you do when someone is going through depression? Like what can you tell them or what should what actions should they take? Okay. So if you or you know someone who has symptoms of depression, the first thing you should do is see a medical doctor for a complete checkup. Again, like most of us here are not authorized psychiatrists or psychologists. We don't have the intervention to really help you with your problem. So the best thing you would do to someone who is dealing with depression is to advise them to seek medical attention, or rather not medical attention, just to see a medical doctor. The next thing is to go to a counseling center. Maybe see a therapist because a lot of ways people would handle depression or anxiety well is by seeing a therapist and really getting to talk about the things they would normally not talk about with their close relatives or their friends. And don't put a lot of expectations on yourself until you have the energy and the mood to improve your current situation. I think that's a lot of things that we need to learn to ourselves is not to put that pressure to get, I would say, quote unquote, better. Mm-hmm. Take a break, get some exercise. Another thing that I was told or reminded through when I was going through my um, mental battle was to just move, like literally move out of the room. Don't sit around for like three hours or eight hours doing nothing and staring into blackness, but just move. Even though it's like moving a limb, do it. And um, avoid any extra stress. If something in your environment or something in your current life is giving you or it's triggering you, get rid of it, like, immediately. Remove it, block it, delete it, period. And, (laughs) (laughs) period. Yeah, go ahead. Um, That's kind of, like, dangerous, because, like, school life is, like, university life, for example, is very stressful. Mm. And, like, since I came to school, I haven't learned anything. I haven't read anything. I barely go to my classes, but then I can't be, like, so you might have to like pick very wisely mm-hmm. with things that you'd have to cut out. Like mm-hmm. I feel like unnecessary relationship, like because you have social media like this, that's one. <clears throat> that's where you should focus most of your cutting out of <laughs> not like people that you see in real life because like it's a small annoyance. You decide that oh, you're stressed, so I'm cutting you off. Mm-hmm. True, 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 true. And if you are going through these things, there are simple steps that you can do 
to help ease your journey yeah to help ease your urge your hey sorry wow 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 your, <laughs> your journey um so you can reduce or eliminate the use of alcohol or things again as we mentioned before alcohol is not the way to create a high for depressant. you it's it, yeah it's a depressant it's actually a depressant it's so literally it worse. fuels depression it is so bad do not <laughs> oh not funny i'm saying this anyway don't don't turn to alcohol as an incentive to make yourself feel good it will only last a few hours maybe days yeah exercise or engage in some form in physical activity like i said move a limb get out walk outside your room go to a friend's room you know take time for yourself and really learn what's happening with you eat a proper well balanced diet not noodles all of you ALU students <laughs> <laughs> and establish a regular sleep pattern although this is really hard especially like it's really hard to establish a sleep pattern considering that all we're all in university and we all have work and we all have stress but yeah. try as much as possible to establish a good sleeping habit yeah okay yeah and i think the other thing you can also do is obtain an adequate and consistent amount of sleep not too much not too little seek from friends and family focus on meaningful and positive aspects of your life pace yourself guys pace, pace yourself and, and just remind you seek therapy mm-hmm. if you need it seek, seek. therapy don't seek. like you're not too big for mm-hmm. <laughs> no one <laughs> you know what therapy doesn't mean you're mad you know therapy doesn't mean something is yeah. wrong with you because yeah. yeah. everybody can do it and it's very help every now and then just mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. if you feel like you need this go yeah any other tips guys you have for our audiences our be guests? empathetic and understanding our very informed guests <laughs> fight your negative self-talk I mean that's something yeah. I guess lots of people battle people people battle a lot with and I mean that obviously uh, well manifests in anxiety Mm. When you're anxious, you have this this inner demon telling you, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're gonna fuck up." You're yeah? gonna fail. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> just take the bold step out of your comfort zone. So, like with me, for example, I'm always with this my airports. airports. Hmm. Like every every person that I to complains about them, but like music is like a safe haven for me. But like sometimes, I, I you really have to like take them out because. I'm very sure people are going to start just ripping them out of my ears when they see me. But like sometimes, just take like decide to involve yourself in real life. Like involve yourself in the world. Like take a bold step. You never know how, like you never know how how good my turn out. Cause like some of my bold steps have landed me with some of the friends I have now, and I'm grateful for like those times I didn't have headphones on. So, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're good at something, like you know you're good at something, mm. then try doing that more. You can mm. actually channel like that energy into that because, like, if you know, for example, if you are like a great singer or if you like an yeah, yeah. artist, channel like your the negative <laughs> energy into that because there's something about doing something you're good at and like doing it well that like gives you a rush. Like, mm. yes, I'm actually useful. I can actually contribute to this world. And like sometimes that's when you need that energy the most. Mm-hmm. Abi, tell us, tell us, huh? What do you think? <clears throat> what more couldn't we do? Can we do? <laughs> uh, I think just uh, like Chico said, just being empathetic, because. 
pause. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, because I think empathy is something I've come to learn over time. Because where I'm from, even high school, mm. it's not really an empathetic place. It's well, more like trying to get over one over someone or trying to embarrass someone. That's like, especially boarding was kind of like that. Mm. Yeah. So I'm... But ALU is a better place because I remember when I first came here, I thought like people are just all weird here because they're too nice. Like what's going on around here? Like I used to think people wanted something off you, like, like <laughs> because where I'm from, when someone is just out of nowhere just nice to you, it's like they're trying to scam you or do something to you eventually. Like it was very open to me because like I was very anxious and because I was new, my anxiety was through the roof, and then everybody would come to you like, "Hi, I'm hi, what's your name?" Especially talking to people you just met out of mm -hmm. like you come to yeah. a new country like, and like for me passing crowds is the biggest thing. Like oh if I'm God, passing yeah. a crowd, I have to I have to look on my phone. It's or like, like all eyes on like, you. And you can't do that in Kenya someone. though. Oh my you God, can't pass crowds. Me, I call someone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't hang up. Big phone calls, huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, she could tell uh, me don't I, hang I up. I literally <laughs> tell Margaret don't hang up because like. I'm passing someone I don't want to talk to because wow. I'm scared. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. I think the one time I realized like ALU is different is when I remember they told us to go fetch some chairs from like a fourth year class. And when I'm used to like in high school, if you go into a senior classroom, hey. you better be prepared for the worst roasting of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like mentally prepared. I'm like, oh shit, they're going to get me now. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone was just nice. They were like, hey, what do you want? want okay, come get this one. Come get... I'm like, oh, this is really? different. Like, <laughs> I was expecting them to, like, get at you. I ain't never but, So I have to, you know, commend everyone here at ALU. Like, this is a really so nice place. Other, yeah. yeah. It's not war around here, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for ground, though. Anyway. <laughs> um, um, thank you guys so much for sharing your experiences, for sharing your your views on depression, your personal stories, guys, uh, your vulnerability. It takes a very bold person to come and share a story. Mm. Of I actually admit that you had a problem mm -hmm. and that you got through it. And I know some of us may still be going through anxiety. Like, anxiety will come and go. Like, it's normal to feel anxious. Um, it's also normal to get depressed. So seek Thank help. You. Advise your friends to seek. Don't tell someone that, oh, you guys, you're coming from a nice family. You have both parents. You're alive. You, you, like, your studies are going great, so you shouldn't feel depressed. Like, oh, nah. Christian like, people say that a lot. Like, <laughs> like, have no how like you have, having money... Does not does equate. Mean, like, yeah. Yeah. I learned to brag, but like, I have money. But it doesn't make me happy Sorry, at all. Oh, sorry. Like, the fact that I have money doesn't make me happy at all. Because mm. yeah. last semester, I used to make... I used to buy things every time I was spending money. Just make billions. <laughs> money can't buy you. It's true. Money, like, trying to fill in a void, and I had to learn to stop when I went back home. Yeah. Because like I'll just whenever I get money, I'm just like 
let me buy this maybe i'll feel better me. let me get this maybe i'll feel yeah. less sad than i used to yeah and let's encourage each other to seek help and if you seek help in a certain avenue and it doesn't work out it doesn't mean that they have that it's never going to work out so just keep trying i mean it's a child like this life is trial and error by the way like we're all trying to get you know to get better each day at a time <laughs> my guests are dancing guys <laughs> but <laughs> it's fine <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think thank you so much. We love you all. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, once again, catch us next week, mate. <laughs> yeah, catch it. us next week. Send us your questions. Uh, what you'd like for us to talk about? What topics you'd like to hear us talk about? We like to know what our audience wants. And tell us if yeah. you want a part two to anxiety anxiety and also yeah if you want a part two to anxiety and depression please hit us up on our instagram twitter instagram at ubuntu radio underscore mu twitter at ubuntu radio one and facebook ubuntu radio we're going to check up uh we're going to reach out to, we're going to respond to you guys and take in what you're telling us because again we are also here we're here because of you anyways that's why it's a radio show yeah i mean that's a whole point I mean, yeah. and we had one question from our audience and they were asking how do you handle a panic attack or what do you do when you keep getting panic attacks? Um, I think it depends on the kind of panic attack you have. Because yeah. mine are mostly internal. But then the only way it shows like I start sweating a lot and I calm down because I want to like get my breathing yeah. back to normal. So what yeah. I do is I start putting on my favorite song and I start counting in my head. Only in my head. I don't count out loud. Yeah. Because if I do like I don't want people to know that I'm panicking internally. Yeah. yeah. So I count in my head and I put on my face and I try to close my eyes so I don't have to like be aware that there's someone looking at me. Then when I feel better, yeah. I keep the song playing until I get back to like a place I can be alone. Mm-hmm. And then, like I just sigh. I don't know if that will help, but like I sigh or I say something out loud. Yeah. For me, um, well, Again, this summer, I can say I had a few panic attacks. It's all about when I was caught in the moment and I'd reminisce about certain situations I had to go through. And there I wasn't in bed twisting and turning. And for me, all I did was literally just take control of the situation by breathing mm. deeply and calming myself down and just taking ease of the moment. And eventually, everything was all right. Everything, everything was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if it keeps getting worse, you can like not even if it keeps getting worse. Like if you get it, you can always seek medical help. Like, reach out to a therapist, a psychologist. Ask them how do I handle this situation. And I think for me, it's taking deep breaths and reminding myself because the time I would get panic attacks and even throw up. Like, mm. it sometimes was dark way. But um, for me, I take deep breaths and like I think for me, I always have this voice inside my head like. I always have personas in my head, like, fighting each other. There's the good me that is always calm, chill. There's another one that's like, oh, my God, you're messing your whole life up. So, like, now I start having conversation and making sure that the good me, the one that has (laughs) its life together, is winning. And then just taking deep breaths, breathing in and out. And for me, prayer really works for me because I'm a very spiritual person. So, if you are, for me, prayer actually really does work for me. So... Yeah, once again, guys, please reach out to us at Ubuntu Radio underscore MU on Instagram at Ubuntu Radio 1 uh, on Twitter and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. Tell us your thoughts. 
Tell us if you want a part two. Tell us, give us, send us your questions. What topics would you like us to have? Guys, please feel free. And even like if you're not getting, if you forget these social medias, hit us up in our DMs. Personal DMs. Yeah, hit us up. Slide, slide in, in the DMs. DMs huh? Slide. <laughs> We're always ready. You can slide into my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's it's been amazing to have you guys and oh before I forget I'd like <coughs> to introduce our peer counselors drumbeats <laughs> so uh, we have peer counselors in the building uh, three of the guys here are peer counselors so these are um, uh, selected students in school who helped with who helped with okay Temsa yeah, just, just do tell it them your just tell them your job uh, basic job description also people <laughs> <laughs> what you paid for we're well, here to like if you are like uncomfortable with talking to maybe you want to take it in steps, you're uncomfortable with talking to like maybe a listener or you don't want to like a type of therapy. So you just need someone to talk to. Like yeah. just need, like a different person. So maybe someone you don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody you do know try and trust. Or yeah. you just need someone to like just talk to, listen. Mm-hmm. No, they wouldn't give like give you advice, like, just listen. Yeah. Maybe talk through you, maybe talk you through whatever you're going through. Yeah. Then that's why we're here. Uh, right now it's here, here is me, Abby and Angela. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> please reach out to Thomason, uh, Peter Malboa Abenezer. Um, uh, reach out to Angela Chinamasa. Reach out to Cynthia Radukunda. Reach out to Tapelo. And reach out to Laksha. And also reach out to the former peer counselors if you feel. So they can connect to the new peer counselors if you need it. Reach out to anyone, actually, by the way. Even ask your hosts, Chico and Margaret. Yeah, (laughs) so, guys, we've gone way, way over time. Uh, We're sorry we've taken too much time. But this, I'm glad we had this conversation. I hope that you guys came in here and you enjoyed the show and that you left here feeling better. I'm really hoping to. Oh yeah, you're signed out an NDA, that's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, again, catch us next week. Reach out to us, Ubuntu Radio Ooh. underscore MU on Instagram, Ubuntu Radio 1 on Twitter and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. It's been amazing to have you. We love you. Have an amazing rest of the week. It's happy hump day. Woo. Remember happy that you're amazing, you're awesome, and you're loved. Happy hump day is the middle of the week. Happy food day. I think it's fight food. your negative self Guys, I, I, it's time. It's time. It's time to okay, go goodbye, cheers. guys. <laughs>
anything happens between us, be sure you ten toes down before I pull out this car. And the only thing that's coming beside me at the situation is you waiting and get some more. I told you I'ma take your place. I seen it in your face. And I knew that you would say it. So how you wanna play this? Yeah, you got somebody. I've been in this predicament. Don't trip, drink the screen. That's just what we're dealing with.
the pain right now. 